Dan and Corey here, welcoming you in to Libservative. The great fundamental issue now before our people. We, the people, cannot turn back. Welcome in to a very special, but I would say just as rousing, just, (laughs) okay, just as rousing, if not a rousing edition of Libservative, Uh, Corey just made a very, uh, uh, no, just let it go. Don't even say it. Just just keep going. Politically incorrect joke. But the reason, the the reason he did that, and I'm going to ask you this question, Corey, I know your parents are in town. It's Thanksgiving week. Your dad came in. You got talking politics. You got sucking down shots on a on a scale yeah. of one a one to Nancy Pelosi at the podium. How drunk are you, Nancy Pelosi? Maybe <laughs> um, <laughs> left titty or right titty? Both. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's straight up National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation over here. Like my house is just full of people. Like right before we started the show, I went. I'm like, hey, before we start, I gotta take a piss. Ran out to the bathroom. Bathroom was occupied. I had to run out. Tried to bet us. Tried to bet Bell and I where when you would be back. By the way, Bell, the body snatcher on the ones and ones and twos. He is always as Corey Walsh. He's Dan Griffin. And anyways, (laughs) I ran out to go use the bathroom. It was taken. I had to run outside. Um, My goal today was to get. I got out of work. My goal today was to come home. You know, do some show prep. A little show. Started doing some little bit of shots and drinking some beers, introducing my dad to some like good media that's outside of Fox News and CNN and MSNBC. And I'm like, hey, listen, there's way better media out here for news. You mean that Trump supporter media, Corey? That bad media? Which one? No, no, the bad stuff. The bad stuff. The bad stuff. Oh, so MSNBC. If it wasn't the New York Times or CNN or the Washington Post... Or, you know, if you're conservative, Fox News or the Wall uh, Street Journal, crazy these are the bad people. None of them love Trump because that's where they get all their money from. They do love Trump, don't they? Oh, they dude, cannot they love, survive without Trump. Yeah. I, I don't even think they right free him. in their brain. I think secretly they actually mm-hmm. enjoy. They have to, like, that's the pretend. whole gimmick, right? That's the whole gimmick is like they come out and they're like, oh, like, but that's that's the content. Their content is them just sitting there bitching about how much they hate Trump. <laughs> when like they're making a ton of money on ad revenue because people are watching who also hate Trump watch them talk about how much they hate Trump all during Trump 2016 inadvertently is still just getting so much air time but yeah and so I was like no listen so I was, I was introducing him to breaking points fifth column Jimmy Dore uh um, oh Jimmy Dore reason. that's oh yeah that- that no, must have been fun. So, so that that was an actual conversation we had, right? Because like my dad grew up Woodstock hippie, long hair and stuff. And like I said to him, I was like, "So, what a liberal dad, like, or even a leftist used to represent?" Right. And because gotcha. my dad was like, he's like, "No, I'm I'm pro union." You know, he's like, "I like you know, like I'm all for the worker. Like I'm down for everyone to have their rights." And I was like, "Wow, like you literally sound like a liberal from the '60s." And I'm like, you got these principled views, 
like in the 60s and 70s and then you just stuck with them and like and you didn't leave the liberal party the party left you because now he labels, labels himself as a conservative but still has these views and i was like well, well the conservatives really wouldn't agree with you either and he's like yeah but you know and then he didn't get to finish because then you I are drunk you just said liberal party we don't live in great britain Oh, but you understand what I mean. <laughs> I know what I'm you mean, but you know, you, you know how people on the internet are mean. Oh, he thinks there's a liberal party in the United States. Uh, oh, what a oh, moron. Dan, I'm not going to listen to this me? anymore. Are they going to be mean, mean to you, Dan? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> you mean a bunch of idiots on the internet are going to be mean to me? Mean tweets because oh. you misspoke because you had one too many cocktails and Miller Lights as you suck one down at the moment? No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's where i'm at today i did I, you hopped guys... in, I hopped in like 45 minutes late to the show and just said sorry guys partying with your dad and you know putting on some toe tapping ccr you know your dad's yeah. tapping his toe to ccr he's like for oh, those wow who this is what so he goes on for those who... what it means to be not a fortunate son i'm like yes dad <laughs> that's what it means not to be a fortunate Dude, son. that that is what's so funny like your dad to me is like a caricature of a guy I've said this to you multiple times. He's like a caricature of a guy who's at some sort of event and CCR comes on and he's in the corner bobbing his head and tapping his toe. Like, that's how I think of your dad. Like, every time I hear, honestly, you can tell him I said this. When I hear CCR, I think of your dad. You want me to go tell him right now? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell him after the show, but like every, t- every time. <laughs> I just think of Denny Walsh. Before I ran in here, I was like, all right, I'm going to do my show. He goes, you want me to come in there? And I was like, no, dad, the world's not ready for you. If we need you, we'll call you. Like he talks like it's wild, right? Because like when you talk, if you talk to him out of context, you would think he's just this old conservative. But like, he when you when you really peel back the layers, he's like, yeah, Kent State was bullshit. Like, what the fuck? Those guys were just out there just <laughs> speaking their minds, and you know. And then you talk about how like the government's trying to encroach on censorship, and he goes, no. He goes, for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, I don't give a look, shit what the house next to me does. And it's that's like, oh, because you're a libertarian dad news. Oh no, those guys are crazy. <laughs> that's that's because Kent State and like. <clears throat> The actual liberal movements from your dad's era were actual movements as to where right. today with, with the Internet, it's it's all it's all just hollow, synthetic. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, activism. Looking for, activism. You're looking for Gen Z saying, oh, well, bin Laden has good points. Ah, yeah. You want to start there? Right, so well, before I, I we start anywhere, Dan, before we start uh, anywhere. You got drunk and still remember to do this. Good for you. Libsertive Podcast is found on all social media and podcast platforms. Our website is libsertiveshow.com. We can be found at Libsertive on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Instagram and Twitter at Libsertive Pod. Our TikTok videos can be found at Libsertive Podcast. And you can reach out directly at libsertivepod at gmail.com. Subscribe today. And you know what, Dan? Actually, yeah. dude. Your video you actually just dropped in our TikTok. And if someone hasn't seen our TikTok, make sure to look up Lizardive Pod on TikTok because Dan, that video dropped was Dude, Andy Warhol so level. It was beautiful. I don't I don't mean to sound like a boomer, but I did my first TikTok duet. <laughs> 
You gonna give me an applause? Where's my applause? We don't have an applause sounder. <laughs> no, we don't have that, but I have audio of you trying to figure it out. Okay. My 67 Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a good one. And if you don't know what fun. we're talking about, you as a listener, make sure to go look at Live Sort of Pod TikTok and you can see Dan's duet. My first ever duet. Oh my I gosh. I'm so proud. I made a shit so ton proud of, of myself. videos and I haven't even done a duet. I'm so proud of myself. Anyway. Um, yeah, so like we're gonna make so full disclosure, we're recording this on a Tuesday evening, so the uh, the live stream maybe not as full as as normal because this was kind of an impromptu deal. Uh, full disclosure, we are doing a show that's meant to be a, uh, I guess you could call it a Thanksgiving special because nobody actually listens to podcasts over Thanksgiving weekend, so we decided to take some time, uh, not do any show prep, but just do a little housekeeping. Just have right. some items that we uh, haven't talked about and never got to and get a little drunk keep, and have a party. The, Let's go. Keep the pivot points greased, you know? Mm, yeah. And the lucky Pierre. That's Bell. Bell's definitely the lucky Pierre of this uh, of this podcast. Dan, I'll be honest. I have no idea what that reference means. It's. I think it's just the pivot point of the circle jerk. I could be wrong. Lucky Let's Pierre. let our listeners... Let's just let let's just let our, let our listeners correct us. Oh, true. you are just okay. All right. No, uh, well, Bell, Bell, we have nope, nope. We have an assignment for Bell. Bell, what is a lucky Pierre? Find us the answer to this question. He is going to get so much porn on his computer looking this up. It's going to be fucking fantastic. We're going to lose Bell uh, because he's, he's search gonna, always off. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do my googling. There's a lot of lucky Everything Pierre's. I Google, I, I click the tab images. This can't be that hard. All you got, all you got to do is, uh, uh, all you got to do is search one of the porn sites. I guarantee you can find a Lucky Pierre. Did you find it, Bill? What's a Lucky Pierre? He's frozen. Oh, there he is. He's yeah, not frozen. No, I'm not frozen. I'm, I mean, I'm frozen, but he's just like Google Images. Why? Why did you do this to my computer? <laughs> he already has to do half hour updates. Corey, Dan. now it's gonna be at 45 minutes. Corey, ah, so you know, what Liberty Twitcher got us already. No, I don't. Liberty Twitcher got us in the comments already. He says a lucky Pierre, plural. And you can tell us if he's right. I'll read it. I'll read. uh, I'll read Liberty Twitcher's uh, response to this. Lucky Pierre, uh, plural being lucky Pierre's, is sex slang, and it is the person in a threesome who both penetrates and is penetrated uh, during sex. Uh, A a man in a threesome with two women. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's a lucky Pierre. Wait. So that's the lucky Pierre. Lucky Pierre, the person in the threesome who both penetrates and is penetrated. A man in the threesome with two women. So one of the women has he's the a, peanut butter. Has, he's the yes. peanut butter in the middle. One of the women one is of, pegging him. Yes, of course. That 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 was implied. So, uh, apparently, <laughs> I, I, I not implied strong enough, Dan. I didn't. So pivot point <laughs> of the circle jerk. Twitter. I was so We're pivot point of the circle jerk. I wasn't too far off. <laughs> Oh, God, we got to get Trump in to fire him, though. Uh, He's either better at Google than I am, or... Or he just had it, like, as one of his, like, searches. Or he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. Yeah, he's either faster than Bell. Wait, why are we assuming Liberty Twitcher's gender? (laughs) Why are we assuming Liberty Twitcher's gender right now? He, him, she, her. Okay, good call. Cover them all. They. Us, you. 
I don't know how many more X Zim Zer. He's gender fluid. Perfect. He so he he can't. Okay. Anyway, uh, I don't know why you're fluid. doing this. And today he's non-binary. Don't so he dead does not name believe in computer code, and because <laughs> you know binary is computer code. I get you. you. I get you. Nice dad joke. Nice dad um, joke. Let's go. Well, I've been hanging on my dad for the last like three hours. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> he is either faster than Bell at the search, or he remembered that glossary term, or the experience. I don't know. <laughs> it's subjective but it could be a great or bad time depending on who you are right oh that could be Corey. the best night of your life or like the worst night of your life depending on who you on, are depends on what you're into i've always been i've like, always been afraid i've always like, been afraid to take something up my butt yeah no because i don't want my poo coming falling out of my underwear but like that's that's it right out. it's it's the it's the possibility of the embarrassment like, of ah, stretch your rubber band you ever seen yeah that? i don't know maybe i don't know Is enough this what because... we're doing today this is what we're doing today. We're, yeah, we're doing our <laughs> best today, Dan, Bell. Because Corey got drunk, and apparently Corey getting drunk throws the whole show off the rails. Oil spill off the coast of Louisiana, Corey. Tell us your thoughts. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened today. Uh, we don't have any information on it whatsoever. Just had to throw it out there. Probably came from a pipeline of some sort. And it's probably the, uh, the uh, every time I think of an oil spill, I just think of the Enbridge pipeline in the United in uh, the Straits of the Mackinac here in Michigan, and like how we're always just that close to having a spill because there's always just a ship. <laughs> and here's the thing about the Enbridge pipeline in Michigan: it's like it's either always a ship like doing some dumb ship like dragging an anchor, and that's donking the shit out of our pipeline to where it's like, oh, we almost had a spill. Which is like malfeasance to where it's like. Which interestingly enough is a lot like is a lot like a lucky Pierre. Right. So where it's so where all the environmentalists like have that right justifiably to go. This is why we shouldn't have pipelines. And it's like ah, oh, you might be making sense. But then also you also see in our news all the time that some fucking doofus leftist decided to run out there and try to just hit the emergency switch to like cut the pipeline off. And it's like oh god damn it. You guys made sense for a second, but now all of a sudden you guys are out there trying to cause an oil spill to stop an oil spill. So whenever I hear of so, oil spill, it just made it like it's just a personal thing. It makes me think of my personal bubble. So in this scenario, the pipeline itself would be the lucky Pierre. It's either yeah, it's getting fucked by either the leftist or the Repub- uh, the, 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 the 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 rightist. Yeah, is that the a rightist, thing? The rightist, the, the uh, Wait, yeah. Why the is leftist a term, but why is leftist a term, but rightist is not? No, it's alt right. Ah, okay, right. Left. Or white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we didn't uh, research that at all, but that's a thing that happened today. Uh, uh, but I, okay, so this is this is great news right here. This is this is fantastic. Um. A mystery respiratory illness is affecting dogs all across the country. Uh, apparently, a shit ton of cases of this in um, Oregon, I believe. Hundreds of cases of this, this mystery illness with these dogs. And the first thing that I could think of was, God damn it, you better quarantine your dog. No more shitting outside. Because yeah, this dog goes outside, 
It's going to be a mass spreader. Well, You're going to yeah, be a doggy right. murderer. You know, and Dan, make sure you mask your dog. In fact, double mask your dog to make sure that this horrible fucking disease is not spread any further and don't be a doggy murderer. I understand the masking part, but like the shitting part is like, you know what? You're actually hitting home no. with that. Because nope. You have to let the dog shit in the house. When a dog shits outside and then the owner doesn't pick it up, what is the first thing your dog does when he finds that shit? He just jams Listen his nose into it. He jams he his nose into it or he dog. eats it. If you don't vaccinate Go ahead, your dog, it's you're killing kill everyone else's dog. dog. Yeah, you're a murderer. You're, you're a dog, dog murderer. You're going you're gonna to kill my dog's grandma? I won't be having that. Breaking news. My dog, my dog's grandma, who's nine years old and has a life expectancy of 10. And I swear to God, <laughs> if it dies at nine and a half years because of your dog, I'm going to be pissed. Corey, breaking news. Uh, the U.S. government is efforting hundreds of thousands of doggy ventilators uh, to get in so that we can we can try and maybe keep the vets, the, the, the animal hospitals uh, empty for the more severe you know cases. Dad? I'm not even going to fact check it. I'm just going to believe you. It's hundred percent true. Absolutely true. We got to keep these. We got to keep these animal hospitals clear. That's why you have to. You have to keep your dog inside. I heard, I heard Petco has a vaccine already made that hasn't been tested. That is out. Breaking news. Speaking of Petco, they just ran out of dog food from everybody buying yeah. it all. No, no, up. No, no. They everybody bought it all up. Did. No, they ran out of dog toilet paper. Yep, and doggy diapers and baby wipes. It's 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 a real mess. It's Breaking a real mess. News, all the dog parks are closed. The supply lines of all kibble have been just they're just completely ruined right now. We have to Isn't that like the worst dog food that you can give a dog to? Kibble? Well, kibble yeah. is just a term that's used for dry food, but yeah. No, but wasn't the kibbles and bits? I think it was like that Yeah, that's like, what, yeah, that was a brand. Just basically just Cereal, you really you you really haven't had a dog in a while. <laughs> kibbles and bits is a brand. Is the kibbles I, and bits I, not around anymore? I it is. I'm I don't know if it is or not. But kibble is also just a word used for dog food. Yeah, but I you said kibble dry dog. I really thought of kibbles and bits, so that's not your fault and that's not my fault. It's, it's the beer's fault. And bits. It, no, it's kibbles and bits is crack crack job a plus fucking knocking it out of the park. Dude, uh, we're marketing. only we're only 19 minutes in, and you're already making me need to pour another bourbon. Do it because I've drank a lot. Should I give our free ad tonight? I am tonight drinking a uh, Bardstown Origin Series six year. This place, by the way, if you ever have a chance to visit this place in Bardstown, Kentucky, is like fucking Google and bourbon had sex. Hmm. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I'm drinking a Miller Lite. <laughs> And uh, if you want to know what it is, just go to your local party store or gas station and you'll find it. It's <laughs> it's not bad. It's a Pilsner. You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that leads me right into our next opening topic, which is that there is a possible hostage deal looming uh, for the hostages that were taken by Hamas uh, back to Gaza. And the first thing that I found was a tweet, and I don't know if it's true. I'm just full disclosure. I just thought it was fucking hilarious. 
uh, but it was a a four corners image. Uh, the top left was uh, CNN. The top right was MSNBC. The bottom left was Newsmax, and the bottom right was Fox News. Top left, or I'm sorry, uh, yes, yeah, CNN, MSNBC, and Newsmax all talking about the possible hostage deal. Meanwhile, the Fox News corner was uh, uh, Biden old LOL. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but it does sound on brand. Wait, it sounds on know, brand for Fox News. I don't know News. if it's true if Biden's old. Oh, I know that. I know Biden's old because I can count. But uh, all the way to 81? <laughs> all the way to 81, Corey. It's amazing. That's tough for me. Some days it's hard, especially when I've had too many uh, Bardstown bourbons. I'm, By the way, not a sponsor of the show. I just enjoy the product. Um, I'm going to come out yeah. there and drink some Bardstown soon. That does sound on brand uh, for Fox though. News. Have you noticed though, like Newsmax is super, like it's obviously a right wing uh, network, but I don't, and I don't know if it's that they are trying to quote unquote be more legitimate. Uh, but it, I feel like sometimes, as crazy as they can be with right wing stuff, they, they they at least try. Like occasionally, like with this Newsmax, that's uh, Cuomo, right? No, that's News Nation. That's the left wing version. Newsmax is right wing. Newsmax is like the uh, is it like Charlie? OAN? <laughs> yes, it's very similar to that. Very similar to OAN. How the fuck are they still coming out with like mainstream media outlets? They're not. Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Newsmax and OAN are no longer available on cable stations. But like, if you have a smart TV, like I have a smart TV, right? And they have like those like those like internet channels that come with the smart TV. Newsmax is on there, and OAN is on there. But yeah, they're not a part of any cable package anymore as far as i know maybe newsmax is i could be wrong somebody can correct us on that but i don't believe oan is available anymore i really hope that uh Liberty because they're the bad people wasn't legitimate in like them talking about gender fluids i feel like we talked a little bit of shit about that yeah with liberty twitcher yeah they is is they is their pronoun today and i'm not fucking making that up look here's the comment it's right here <laughs> everybody can see it they said it everybody chill out who's they i don't know who they are i don't know who they is so if they is is a singular pronoun pronoun do you still say is they is they Maybe. is not okay i have no idea uh anyway uh yeah so biden uh it, what's interesting about the hostage deal to me is like it it actually is good press for Joe Biden. Like if he's actually working to get hostages released, especially, especially when you look at the mainstream narrative, uh, when it comes to Israel, Israel, good Palestine, bad kind of deal. Um, not that that's our opinion, but that's, that's, that's kind of well, the, the mainstream opinion. media. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's the mainstream. They're doing opinion, their so. best to try to keep that narrative going, but so it is kind of on brand for Fox news to be like, Oh my God, this is good news for Joe Biden. We must, we got to just talk about how he's old. Um, yeah, and then the uh, um, uh, hold on, I thought who is it? Was it Avi Meyer? Yes, it was. It was Avi Meyer. So he goes uh, on Twitter, or I'm sorry, X from about about three thirty today, Tuesday, when, November twenty first. What date do you think it is to where people stop doing that? I'm sorry Do-what? to go off on a tangent, but what what's the date? Like a specific date within the future. Where everyone stops going, 
Twitter. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I mean X. Never. And and where everyone just says X and everyone knows what they're talking about. I'm not going to make that prediction, Corey. Uh, although my 2023 prediction is coming to fruition, you will get a chance to hear again what that is as we get to our end-of-the-year episode. However, Avi Meyer, after Corey so rudely interrupted me... On Twitter, I mean X. On mean X, Twitter X, twi- Twix? Twix. We'll just call it Twix. Uh, okay. He says, remember this. The Palestinians who will be released in the impending deal are convicted terrorists who are in prison because they tried to murder Israelis. The Israelis who will be freed are innocent civilians being held hostage by terrorists. There is no equivalence. So what I see here is the Palestinian prisoners are all terrorists defense. It's kind of like the, uh, you don't want to be in jail? Shouldn't have committed Stop the crime. Stop being Palestinian. Stop being a criminal. You don't want to be in jail. But like that's that's the narrative, Stop right? In Gaza. That's yeah, the mainstream no, I, narrative. I hate, dude. So the whole Israel Palestinian thing is an absolute mess, right? Like I I don't I don't even like talking about twenty one because, like I said in last week's episode, the only hero in my eyes in this fucking clusterfuck that is happening thousands and thousands of miles away that don't affect Not thousands daily, and thousands, just a few thousand, a few thousand. So a thousand plus a thousand plus a thousand. Which is thousands and thousands. That's thousand and thousand and thousand. Before I was really interrupted by Dan. (laughs) (laughs) The only heroes I see in that whole scenario is the doctors who are in the hospitals trying to save newborn infants and premature babies. When both sides are like, you need to get the fuck out of there. And they're like, well, if I do, this baby's going to die. So I'm sticking, staying put. And that, yeah, that's it. You mean that you mean the people that are trying to make and not even just kids and babies, but like people in general, people that are trying to make people not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only heroes in my eyes in all of this. But go ahead and uh oh man, I lost my train of thought. I had a whole go point of that, Dan. I was gonna say read it again so I could hear it, but the Palestinian prisoners are all terrorists kind of kind of defense. Yeah, I lost it. Don't want to go to jail. Shouldn't should should have done the crime. Uh yeah. So if no, okay, so for for those who don't know, I mean, who knows by the time anybody listens to this, because like I said at the beginning of the show, nobody listens to Thanksgiving podcasts, which is why we got hammered and decided to just talk shit for an hour and a half. Are you hammered? No, I'm Uh-oh. not yet, but I'll get there. Welcome to I'll the get club. There. I'll catch up. I'll get there. Um but the the uh the the whole point is that the now I lost my fucking train of thought, Corey. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Should, I, should I go get my dad? Oh, no, no. I don't remember what I was going to say. Uh, hostages. Um, <coughs> the, the, the deal might actually be released by the time anybody listens to this, but they're very close to the deal that would release a um, certain amount of hostages every day for like four to five days in exchange for essentially a ceasefire for those four to five days. Uh, there's no deal to this point to release all of the hostages because how can you keep war going? How can you make an excuse to keep war going? If there's no, if there's no hostages, we have to have hostages. Hostages are important. We have to make it seem like we're helping to get hostages released again. Good luck for Biden. I understand conservatives 
don't like that. They don't like when Biden has a good look when he's involved in things like this. However, I think it's probably a little bit phony because we're still going to have hostages. And at least to this point, as of uh, 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday, November 21st. Um, but Two days there is a celebrate possible colonialism. Deal. Yes, that's absolutely right. Yes. Um, feel free to ignore it. said Libsertive is cool. And I feel like she might be might be sincere, but my immediate assuming gender. Reaction, you're assuming gender. You're assuming gender again. They, them, whatever. I don't care. You just have to use every one. They, they, their name is feel free to ignore. I didn't have to acknowledge them in the first place, Dan. <laughs> what I'm saying is, even though this comment might be sincere, I feel like it's both pandering and condescending. <laughs> Oh, the assertive is cool. <laughs> Thanks. See, this is why you don't like text people when you have something serious to say. <laughs> this is why I don't drink as much as I did before most shows. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we never got to uh, was was how um, I'm, I'm going to call them synthetic leftists because they're not real leftists. Uh, love the Bin Laden letter now, like all of a sudden, like as if they, as if none of them ever read it. Well, he made um, good points, Dan. He made some good points. You know, he Hitler had some, some good points. ideas too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a joke. Everybody, yeah. fucking chill out. That was that was your topic, Corey. That's the one you want. Yeah. So his letter, you know, I didn't read it. I just heard people talking about it, and basically, he talks about like. <clears throat> America, like in some I didn't of the, read it, but I'm going to tell you how you should feel about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not telling you how I, I should feel about it. I, I literally right before the show, I was like, "Hey, anyone read this letter?" But uh, I probably read it like ten years ago, but I just don't remember. But like the premise of it is, is like the reason why I decided to kill a bunch of Americans is because you guys have too much freedom, <laughs> and and you stick your nose in everyone's business. Yeah, so like, so that, that brings. Put it, it that's basically what it's. It, that's basically what it says. Um, because what's interesting is that like you you have you have hey, left. Try to find that letter real quick because someone just said he said he was not responsible for nine eleven. Yeah, and it, not, if he did say that, that, if he did say that, it wasn't in the letter. Um, but <laughs> uh, so so. God damn it. Now I fucking forgot my train of thought again. Um, Thanks a lot, Columbus. Thanks again. <laughs> Getting Corey all drunk because his family's no. in the house. National Here's what I was going to say. Style. Now I'm starting to feel the booze. Now I'm, it's 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 starting to screw with my yes, head. Let it, let it course uh, through your blood. Feel it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 mostly it's mostly these synthetic leftists that are uh the, the, most of these most of these people were not born. For 9-11. Can you believe that? That's Isn't that crazy? Doesn't that make you feel old as shit? It doesn't necessarily make me feel old, but it makes me realize I'm getting older. Um, So they... God, it feels like just yesterday. The, a lot, a, I, a lot of them... America told everyone to hate Muslims and we are afraid of everything. Yeah, now we're, now we're there. I don't know. Now I'm not we're there again. On that. <laughs> yeah, not, we're yeah, back. Pretty, no, pretty we're much. Back there. Yeah, we're back I'm there depending on... Left. Um. But yeah, so 
what a lot of them like to say is, and a lot, actually, a lot of people on the left that I actually respect that I don't consider synthetic leftists <laughs> that are that are real leftists and have principles. Um, they're wrong about a lot of stuff, but they're still principled. Uh, a lot of times, what they like to say is that, um, the neocon take from you know two thousand one to two thousand twelve. Was it 2012 that uh, Bin Laden was killed? They like to say that the narrative that Bin Laden and jihadist Muslims uh, don't hate us because we're free, because that was that was the um, that was the kind of the neocon narrative, right? They hate us because we're free. They hate us because we're free, which is certainly a ridiculously simplified take on what caused 9-11 and what causes jihadism. However, in Bin Laden's letter, he essentially says that he hates us because we're free. Now, does that mean that's the reason 9-11 happened? Does that mean that uh, jihadist terrorism throughout the Middle East is just because we're free? No, I think that's ridiculous. I think we have a lot of culpability in that. It is... It is remarkably more complicated than that. But yes, bin Laden and jihadist Muslims do hate us because we're free. That is kind of part of it. Well, so yeah, jihadist Muslims. So it's very, very important to distinguish the two because I don't want to sound like a neocon. Like, there's 2.8. So hold on. uh, I can't pronounce your name. Hadaluna says that he didn't say that. Read it again. Um, No, he didn't specifically say that. But if you because of our if, freedoms. if you reread the first, I don't know, page or so right. of the letter, debauchery. yes, yes, like, he doesn't directly say, I hate them because of their freedom. But the implication is but certainly there in droves. It, because we don't follow like the old school Islamic law, which, to be fair, I'm not attacking Muslims specifically. It's the whole it's the whole biblical Sodom and Gomorrah argument. That's what it is. Orthodox Judaism, like the really legalistic Christians, the non-denominationals, they're not legalistic like that. They just they get a couple pastors and they're just like, give us your money and it'll solve all your problems. Non-denominationals have a capitalistic problem of their own. But in his like in the like in the letter, he talks about like what we would consider normal everyday living in America, like the debauchery, the smoking, the drinking, you know, gambling, all of these different things, they cost, they cross cut the grain of someone who is very idealistic in the Islam religion. But that's like, and again, again, that's not specific to any religion, because if you talk to any hardcore Christian in our country, they also think the government is supposed to be the ones that kowtow, those type of things, and there should be a strong iron fist on all of this stuff. And he is saying those type of things, and then I think he alludes to the idea that because Americans voted these people into power to allow these things, that no American is innocent. Right. Just like how Israel is saying no Palestinian is innocent. Where in, uh, in Gaza well, right now... hold on. That's not exactly <clears throat> true. What do you mean? It's not exactly true. There, there, are, there are plenty of there are plenty of folks in Israel who are against the Israeli government's. Uh, right. Are, are, you talking, talking about, are you talking about the government? 
You're talking about status. Yeah, like okay. the, uh, the, the narratives that are spun, that are put into a funnel through mainstream media. Because our mainstream media right now is saying Hamas bad, Israel good, when there's mm-hmm. a lot more nuance to it and a lot more context. Yeah. Bin Laden's so, letter was American citizens bad and blame American citizens for voting these people into power. And it's like, ah, there's more to it. There's more nuance to that, just like there's more nuance to the people living in Gaza. Holy shit, Bin Laden had a point. We are morons for the people we vote into power. (laughs) Good day to you, fellow intellectual idiots. If you're this far into the show, we're guessing that you probably like it. So we'd just like to ask you to hit pause. And on whatever platform you're listening, just leave us a quick review. It really does help us grow and gives us an opportunity to bring you even more great content in the future. And we'd also like to ask you to just press that share button and just send this episode to one friend that you think might be interested in our line of conversation. The best way for podcasts to grow in the sea of millions of podcasts really is through word of mouth. So every little bit helps and we appreciate you all. So let's get back to the show. I'm kidding. I'm actually not. I hope Am so. I kidding? I don't know if I'm kidding. Mm. Is it, did I just do the Hitler had some good ideas thing? Did I just <laughs> accidentally do that? Did I just accidentally pull that off? I did not mean to do that. Did you, did you just go, well, FDR should have just locked up Japanese people because yeah, we don't yeah, know who, just, which one's good, which one's bad. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know which ones are going to blow just, up an IED. Just lock them all up and we'll figure it out. This well, we can't get Domino drunk. sometimes seems like that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously a joke. Yeah. So yeah, there's more nuance I mean, to it than obviously. that. But yes. But yes, if you if you look at if you look at Bin Laden's letter from say like a libertarian <laughs> perspective, Bell's supposed to find us to be- find it to back us up on this, but I don't know what he, he's doing. He might have there. found it. I think he found it. I'm gonna add him to the. I did not find it. I'm literally looking for it. It's hard well, to find now. Oh, it's hard to find. Heard about that earlier. How scrubbed is it? Go ahead, Bell. Let Bell go. What, what's up, Bell? There is so many articles about the letter, but you can't find the letter. About the letter. Can't find the letter. And so most of so the, that's, a lot of the articles are just how TikTok banned Bin Laden's letter to yeah. America, why YouTube banned or why WAPO so, took it down or whatever. So again, like I said, I probably haven't like I feel like I've read the letter. I'll find it. But I haven't read it in like 10 years. Uh, but where I'm at with that said letter right now is what's worse. A bunch of young kids reading this letter and getting just a smidge more of context and perspective on like geopolitical shit, good or ill. Or the hammer band coming down from all the mainstream media's uh Oh, one of our. Did, did Flowstick find it? Go to the private chat, Bell. I think Flowstick might have found it. Um, I can't copy. Oh fuck! Ah oh, fuck! <laughs> I can't just copy it. I can show it, but I can't just copy it. Yeah, just, just. Hey, Bell, just, just pluck that out on your keyboard real quick. <laughs> but so, like, like I said, like I'm not personally like the letter like there probably would be something that i'd read in it privately like oh that makes sense but what's worse is is this letter being publicly available to people and people reading it and having a little bit more of a like a uh, repulsive view of like america geopolitics 
or just straight up banning it to where no one can read it. Banning it What's to where worse? no one can read it. That's, that's absolutely well, worse. Well, and that's and like so. So this is what's interesting. This is what's interesting about this. So who who I, I I find it actually really interesting that places like Wapo pulled this down because the Guardian this, pulled it down too. The Guardian pulling it down because this does kind of this <laughs> this supports what you would consider the synthetic leftist narrative, which is what the Guardian supports, which is what Wapo support, supports. But they they're they're at this weird crossroads where mm, can't do this because it might mean we're anti-Semitic and we don't like that either. So, but like this is where you end up when you 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 develop this weird censorship culture that finally comes back to bite you in the ass, which is what so many of these publications yeah. did. Like I don't yeah. feel bad right for now, them. Like Gen the leftist Gen Zs who are liking this letter censoring it pulling it down you're doing the exact same thing of just letting them go into the crepes and find this information on their own and then everyone's kind of like in the shadows talking about it yeah you're creating the same thing that they did to people on the right when they were trying to ban their topics it creates conspiracies it creates echo chambers it creates silos and they're literally doing the same thing with this because this letter, because people on the left are more apt to have a judgmental view on our, like, right, justifiably so. The synthetic on left. Our government. Not the real left, the synthetic left. You got you to put that caveat in there. Right. But I don't think that his topics like you know what i mean like there's a crumb of truth in things that he said of always like, always where it doesn't matter if you're left or right i'm sure there's something in that letter in the vague way that he does it that someone goes ah oh, yeah well i do agree with that i bet you there's something in that letter for every single american that would go i agree with that and that's that's taken out of context i mean if someone just took something from the letter and just said one sentence from it and didn't attribute to where it came from, so there was no bias or anything like that. So well, that's like, interesting, oh, right? That. So, like the folks, the folks on the neocon right are the people that for for since since 2016 when Trump was elected, and um, all the way up through COVID, were like, um, you know, there's nuance, nuance. They use the word nuance, new, and I love the word. I'm a I'm a to, to quote Jesse Single, whom I love, blocked and reported, great podcast. Uh, I'm a pervert for nuance. Um, and so, like, I love actual nuance, but like, folks on the neocon right, like, right is, is you, that, use that use that use that all the time. They use that all the time to, you know, talk shit about the way that you know the 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 mainstream media and the federal government were censoring discussion about Trump or the Hunter Biden laptop or uh, COVID stuff. Um, you know, there's a lot of nuance to this. We need all this stuff out there. But now, now we have a situation where the neocon right, who is remarkably pro-Israel, is sitting here and kind of on the same side as a WAPO or a Guardian, where like, no, we can't have people looking at <laughs> Osama bin Laden's letter. Nikki Haley, like everyone needs to be verified if they're going to be on social media. <laughs> oh my, dude, she is, she is, I didn't think I would say this. I did not think I would say this six weeks ago, uh, three months ago, whatever. 
She is 100% the absolute worst presidential candidate, worse than Joe Biden. Worse than Joe Biden, worse than Donald Trump. She is it. She is atrocious. If anyone shows the smallest hand, the smallest tinge of being authoritarian, I'm immediately appalled, repulsed. Gone. Gone. Yeah, like, I, I, I want to puke. So you don't like any of them? Ever oh, on, on the Democrat? Yeah, no, that's the problem. And everyone calls me an idealist because my bar is so high. And I'm like, no, like you guys, that's just your bar is the reason why we're, we're at. No, that's just being a libertarian. That's what that is. That's what that is. But I don't even consider myself libertarian. I know, I, you, I know, but, but you and I both, yes, you and I both have definitely libertarian views. Uh, you just as, as far as like the way the world should run. Doesn't right. make us diehard libertarians. As possible, smallest government yeah. possible. That doesn't mean I want people who can't afford or don't have the means to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. We need to take care of those people. Absolutely. By the way, Corey, but, does um, did did you have a do you have to finish that point? Go ahead. That's it. <laughs> I was and, just going to ask I'll this just question. Keep rambling. I was just going to ask this question. This is a hard turn. Give me the does, mic and I'm going to grab on it. Go does, ahead. Ukra- does Ukraine still exist? Like, is Ukraine still a place? Or like, like as a country or as a uh, talking point? Does it, ex- does, it exist? does it exist at all? Or, or did the synthetic lefties replacing the Ukrainian flag emoji with the Palestinian flag emoji just make Ukraine disappear? Because that's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> it's just gone now. Like that's how that's how when people like they post the memes Isn't about like sad? like the, but that's the, the people that post the memes about like I support the current thing, dude. Those things are so fucking accurate because whatever the current thing is, oh, look, this is garbage now. I don't need to worry about Ukraine anymore. We got I, Palestine to worry about. I feel so cynical in life, Dan, because like when it's I'm awful. Driving, when I'm driving, and then like I'll be, like I'll be literally driving like down like a two lane highway. And I'll see a house and they have a Ukrainian flag up front. And I'm just like, pff, pff, and it's idiot. just neglected and, and then, it's starting and to go, fray at the edges. And then, right. And I'll go fucking idiot. And then I'll look <laughs> forward because I need to look at the lane because I'm driving, Dan. Obviously, You're driving. I need to look where I'm going. Of and course. there'll be a car in front of me and it'll have a blue lives ladder, blue lives matter flag. And I'm just like, fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. <laughs> No, no, no. It's even better when you look ahead and you see that the bumper sticker in front of you, there's two There's two bumper stickers. One of them's a thin blue line flag, and the other one's a don't tread on me flag. <laughs> and you okay, go... So Flo, I'm going to cut you off because Flo go here ahead. had a phenomenal point. Sure. Go ahead and read that off. Uh, in America, our uh, quote-unquote bed isn't made, and we tend to get very involved in the affairs of everyone else's beds. Why? That's good question. Why? I wish Flo. I wish we could fucking answer that question. <laughs> I, I, honestly, like that's 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 part of the reason we do this show. I think I think the simple answer is, uh, I think the simple answer is uh, geopolitical power. I think that's yeah. a big part of it. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, it's 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 this it's this weird it's this neoconservative idea that. If America's not the world's powerhouse, then who's going to be? Somebody's right. got to be the world's powerhouse. Yeah, so that's, that's the political point of view. But then, like, there's, like, the fiscal, you know, like, monetary point of view. 
and our money same deal is, though it, it all applies to based, the same concept our money is based on fiat currency which is basically like oh well our dollar is worth a dollar because we say it's worth a dollar yeah and we have to keep throwing muscle around to make sure that that dollar stays a dollar because but say it's but at the end of the day Corey, it all has to do with power it all has to do yes, with if if, if america if america's not leading the globe then well somebody's got to lead the globe um, we don't keep just giving bombs to Israel. What's going to happen like, with the BRICS currency, Dan? No, the thing is, like, it's not it's not a completely stupid concept, right? Like, you obviously don't want communist China running the globe. Right. It's frustrating um, because we let ourselves get into this scenario. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of goofy. There's a lot of goofy distractions. It's it's like I, nobody has the answers. The smartest people I know. This, and not even the smartest people I know personally, but the smartest people that I read, that you read, that we listen to, that we talk to, all of these folks, like, nobody's really got an answer to that question. So I will tell you this, Flo, keep fucking asking that question. Ask that question until your tongue falls out. Yeah. We all need to ask that question. Um, did you have something else? Or should, no. can we move on? Yeah, well, that's what I'm just going to say, because if we keep asking that question, eventually someone's going to have to come up with a coherent answer. Somebody's somebody. They they will come (laughs) up with the answer. (laughs) Who are who are they? Who is they? I don't know. Are they? But everyone always refers to them and they like, well, they said this. All right, Corey. Oh, well, they said it. So obviously we can't. We We got it. Like. We got to get Bell involved. Uh, as we've said, uh, Thanksgiving podcasts, nobody listens to. That's why we had some fun. I think this has been a good episode so far. It's not over yet, folks. We're not, we're not ending the show. Uh, we have to discuss what it is during this beautiful family season that we're thankful for. Oh, did I write it down? I hope I did because that earlier. You, you, have, like, you, have, you did not do the fucking homework, did you? No, I got one. All right. We'll start with you then, Corey. Tell us what you're thankful <clears throat> for. Okay. I'm going to bring Bella I'm here. thankful for no matter how fucked up our country gets, I can bitch about it. <laughs> oh, man. That is, a, that is a seriously conservative talking point, Corey. You should be ashamed. How is that conservative? What? No. <laughs> what? No? What? No. Are you, what? <laughs> no, like... Like, like, look at it right now. Israel right what? now is jailing journalists who are going against their narrative in this whole war against Hamas. Ukraine is jailing journalists who are doing this. And yes, in America, we do have some journalists that get fucked up and get jailed. Julian Assange, oh, Michael Hastings, Matt Taibbi, Michael Schellenberg. Like, there's a million you can name. But short of Julian Assange, most of them are still walking free, other than Michael Hastings, who is dead. R.I.P. Michael no. Hastings. But in most other Weird. countries, like Australia, you remember when people were talking about their whole COVID thing and like people were just yeah. getting into camps? Like, they had literal camps in Australia. People are getting arrested in the UK. Like a majority of other countries, freedom of speech is like they're like, oh well, yeah, we allow freedom of speech, but they don't have a constitution that they can Do, actually rely upon. 
That's interesting because do do you th- honestly like because I've thought about this a lot like the COVID regime not just in the United States but like globally right I, I've I've actually given this a considerable amount of thought and that whole thing gave me it it actually gave me a feeling of optimism because you had you you had a situation this isn't bullshit I know certain folks will. Uh, tell us why we're wrong for certain reasons. But like when you look at other governments throughout the world and they're, they're more authoritarian measures as it came to when it, as it pertains to COVID uh, they had severe authoritarian measures of like putting people in camps when they got sick or like these, just these weird things that you would never think would ever happen. And then like they all came out of it. Like the idea that, like, as people, we can just stand up and like this is what, th- like, this is what globally and in America we need to understand is like we can all stand up and make this fucking bullshit stop. Like, if we really want to make this bullshit stop, we can actually make it stop. And and I think a lot of that, and I'll get into one of the things that I'm thankful for in a second, um, but it it kind of pertains to that, which is that like. As awful as I th- as I thought Donald Trump was as a president, he pointed out so many flaws in our system, and he th- he he pointed out ways in which we as human beings, as Americans, can go. We're not doing this anymore, and I have a 2024 prediction for you that will absolutely um, corroborate what I just said. Did, 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 did am I too drunk, or did anything I just say make sense? <laughs> I think it made sense. <laughs> I like it. While I have it on the mind, shall I go into what I'm thankful for? We'll let yeah, Bell go well, last. Yeah. yeah, Dan, what are you thankful for? So I have one that's very jokey, so we'll start with that one. I'm thankful for Vivek Ramaswamy for his entertainment value. Uh, his foreign policy is like a Midwestern mom talking to her husband about how she's going to go downstairs and get an unruly sleepover under control. <laughs> that that is that is Vivek Ramaswamy's that is Vivek Ramaswamy's foreign policy. We're gonna go. We're gonna just tell China. We're gonna go in. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna talk to G. And we're gonna say this is what we expect. You're gonna you're you're gonna go. You're gonna go to bed at this hour, and we're gonna make this happen. That's Vivek Ramaswamy's. Uh, that, that, that's that's his foreign policy. It, it is. It's a Midwestern mom saying that she's gonna get an unruly sleepover under control. I'll send those kids home. <laughs> I will. I'll do it. But do you the, guys want to go home? Do you guys want this sleepover to end right now? The, yeah, exactly. That's Vivek <laughs> Ramaswamy's foreign policy. The, the, but the thing that I'm actually <laughs> thankful for is uh, RFK Jr.'s presidential run. Ooh. Not even because I fully agree with him. Because I don't. Like, when he came out about essentially... Endless money to Israel after he spent months and months and months talking about ending American hegemony. I went, dude, you lost me a little bit here. But here's why I'm thankful. Because I have a 2024 prediction. My 2023 prediction is already coming to fruition, which we'll get to as we get to the end of the year. So I'm going to make another one early. My 2024 prediction is this. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., all the way up until election night, on, in, in November of 2024, is going to make Republicans and Democrats nervous. He is going to be relevant. Relevant. I'm not saying he's going to win, 
but he is going to be Ross Perot style relevant all the way up until election night of 2024. The polling numbers are are showing this. Young voters are showing this. Um, That's good. That is my early pre Thanksgiving 2024 prediction, which we will readdress as we get towards the end of the year. But I am thankful for that. And why am I thankful for that? Because just like so many of us that aren't in these goofy political silos of Donald Trump bad, Joe Biden bad. Most of our listeners, I think at this point, realize we we all know that they're both bad. Uh, For those outside of that, whether you agree or disagree with RFK Jr., you want him, you want him to have relevance on election night because it shows that we actually have a chance. What? We actually have a chance to change something if we want to. I didn't mean to just say that, but like like when you were talking, but I asked Belle if that was a grizzly pair. You saw a squirrel. It's okay. Sure is, pal. They don't even make that. I also had a rose. I don't mm. give a shit about the rosé. The rosé was a headache. I like the rosé, and I also oh, had a black to make? tonight. Yeah, it was a headache to make. But like that's the, that's the part of the that's part of Blake's throwback uh, case. It's black Phillip rosé. We've been getting them. Bell, what are you thankful for? Well, Dan, I have to be <laughs> thankful for this for this internet connection that I have here. <laughs> I have to be thankful for that. But on a real note. (laughs) (laughs) You can actually hear it. That's what makes it even more beautiful. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) That's it. Before Bell. I really like how to be. uh... His face is frozen. What did you do to him, Dan? (laughs) You just yanked me. It's the Israelis. I don't even know what that was. It's the yeah, Israelis. I blame, I blame IDF. They did approve that uh, ceasefire. Thank you. Did, they, did that just happen? Fire. Yeah, they just approved it. Um, and they're going to release a little over 50 hostages. So. Ooh, that's breaking news here on Libservative. Yeah. Yes, it is. So That's perfect. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, that all works out. Hey, bright nice is here. Bright nice. Oh, so yeah. it's a Tuesday, not a Wednesday. And Bell said, I wonder if Bright Nice is gonna show up. He and did. I he did. said Bright Nice will absolutely be here. And I really appreciate you for not letting me down. A sh- showing you. that's can I change my answer? I'm thankful for Bright Nice. Yeah. We need it. We need oh! one. We need one super like fan that. of our eight listeners. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> He's, that's him. No, I know we actually have more than eight listeners because I actually did get some comments on my audio quality the last few weeks. Because it was shit. I was, was trying. I was yes, it was shit. I was trying to fix it. I had a USB problem. I was going through a uh, a, a soundboard and it was garbage. So yes, I know you had I know some we, pops. I remember mentioning it. 
It was not good. It was not good. I hope it's much better this evening. We'll find out when I finally edit the uh, final recording of the podcast. And I guess to end it, we are all thankful for all of our listeners. I want everybody to have a happy Thanksgiving uh, and just do do what I do over What's any that, holiday. Dan? Get I, really dude, drunk? I, no, well, that, but also... I just I avoid politics. I like with like when you're with your family, you don't need to pick up the phone. You don't need to like search Twitter and avoid the and 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 look for the the geopolitical stuff. Enjoy the stuff that matters. Oh, Dan, uh, you know what I'm also thankful for? What's that? The game. You're not gonna get the me, Corey. Game. You're not gonna get me. You were in red, you piece of shit. <laughs> Okay, so you know what? Oh, you're talking about a oh god. I thought you were talking about the game, the stupid game that you played yeah, in not, college. Not where if you, if you think about the game, you lose the game. Not that game. I'm talking about the game. You know what my asshole son said to me today? <laughs> you know what my you asshole said? three games. <laughs> I'm suspended for I'm suspended for three podcasts. You know what my asshole son said to me? Your that asshole a four year old four year old son. Yeah, what did he say? Yeah, that little prick. So today it was a, a celebration at his school. You know, it was like the Thanksgiving celebration. And I was in there like, oh yeah, celebrate colonialism. And everyone like <laughs> No, I didn't say that. But I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm in the class and like like uh, I have to read a book. I had to read a book to the class. You have to read a book for school. That's weird. Nobody does and, that. Uh, and like one of the pages, it was uh, it had, it was talking about like Thanksgiving and it showed just a football on the TV screen. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, like by the way, you know, football. Like there's gonna be a lot of football this weekend. And I looked at my son and I was like, right, Corey, like football, like go blue. And he goes. Hey, Dad. And I was like, what? And he goes, I'm going to say go red. And I was like, and in front of all of his classmates and the teachers and everything, I said, well, son, you can walk home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't you don't you you don't have to be too upset with him because technically an Ohio State fans will get upset with you for saying it's red. It's not scarlet and gray. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. Scarlet like and gray. Calling it blue and yellow, and it's like no, it's maize. It's maize and blue. Maize and blue. Blue. Go blue. Go Michigan. Uh, I know what it feels like to be a Trump supporter now, being a Michigan fan. So, I apologize to all all my Trump supporter friends out there. I I don't actually, but I kind of do. Anyway, tell the people where they can find us, Corey. The Lucertive Podcast is found on all social media and podcast platforms. Our website is LucertiveShow.com. We can be found at Lucertive on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, Instagram, and Go for it. Keep going. Lucertive Podcast, and you can reach out directly at LucertivePod at gmail.com. Subscribe today. The champions of the West. You don't even know the fucking fight song. Go Blue! Uh, He's been... For Bell the Body Snatcher on the ones and twos, he's been Corey Walsh. He's been Dan Griffin. This has been Libservative. And until next time, Go Blue! And we are out of here!
We the people cannot turn back.